So we're going to test this and we're going to keep going with how far we can get in this episode with a different mic. Life is a reality, gmail.com. Hit that reply button on Spotify to instantly comment your thoughts or voice message down below in the show notes. I've really been enjoying your emails coming in, your conversations we've been having. It's been very deep around relationships, around being there for each other, around the fear of losing your loved one and around how that's going to make somebody else feel, how it affects more people than you think, and um, just all kinds of different things that we've been talking about over an email. So I just had to stop for a good hot coffee with you. It is that time of year called the flu season. We just got over ours for sure. Um, and I thought I'd celebrate being well with a good hot cup of coffee. I've really really been grateful for my health like it's times like these when you're sick in bed and you're just you want to sleep the whole time and all this kind of stuff and uh you go to doctors you go to different clinics to get a doctor etc and you're you just appreciate your wellness your health your willingness to take care of yourself and we're getting into that and the many nuances here in this episode um i'm gonna explain i'm gonna give you the explainer on the mic because you really care that much right but no seriously it'll be a good explainer um if you're getting started with podcasting or any kind of content creation the built-in mic is just fine the other mic i was using had excellent bass but it never did block out fully the sound. And with the podcast platform, um, Anchor and its enhanced ability, it has made the built-in mic just totally enhance the quality. And it's totally made the built-in mic shine where you don't even really need a mic. And um, so I'm just wearing regular headphones with the lightning adapter and uh like i was before except these don't have a microphone and they don't need one and i'm happy to take these my daughter was not happy with them because the padding's had kind of came off and it was imbalanced so instead of fixing them i kind of took them off to make it even for now um and i'm happy to just take them off her hands so she can uh she's been very frustrated with headphones over the last couple of years and i've just started to allow her to wear headphones honestly because I wanted to kind of be more aware of what she had been watching. And now we have a good uh, relationship with that where we will watch stuff together. And I'm able to kind of know what she's watching anyway. And I can go into her account and all that if I need to. But I trust her enough to make her decisions as long as I know what it is. And um, that kind of thing. Um, and she's made some very good ones. Um and some of them have been very much to further education in her tech experience that I've been able to support her in financially before 
uh, we moved and everything. And so I've been happy about that. And nowadays, we don't always need headphones. And so we will go through cycles, her and I, where we don't use them. I was able to catch up on a bunch of videos and podcasts without them, just holding the phone up to the earpiece. That's a good life hack for you. And I know that's not why you're here for this episode, but I just figured that it would be a good start um, to talk to you and to let you know what was going on and why these sound changes. I did try recording. I missed being up here so much. I missed being here with you, and I did try recording an episode while I was uh, sick, and it didn't go well, but let's celebrate our wellness with a sip of coffee. Grab your favorite drink, pause if you need to, and just grab that drink. I had been drinking Turkish coffee, and now I'm on the Costa Rica coffee. Back on that. So we just love our authentic coffees around here. Um, they've been able to serve not only our family, but our whole housing community out here, um, which is very, it makes us feel good. And um, so we're happy about that. And um, I definitely want to get more into coffee here on the podcast as we further our progress in a good environment for making coffee and coffee tasting. And um, really considering a lot of different kinds of content on and off the podcast about coffee making in different parts of life. But we go deep here in Life is Our Reality Show um, where this is... Life is art based on reality. It is that you're creating in life and you can fall in love with your creation, but it is grounded in reality. And so I did an episode and I was trying to talk about my um, insights on a more, the basis of like expanding these insights on the word no and being told no, that somebody can't help you always to have a place to live. Somebody can't help you to have, um, and I want this to be a part of self-help a little bit more because we talk about, let's get out of the job you hate. Let's find what you want to do in life. Let's do what you love, right? Those are all great things. Let's go after everything. And I'm all down with that. I watch and listen on at least a weekly basis for sure on these people because they've helped to uh, lift me and others around me up when I've shown them or I've listened or other people have, uh, joined me in listening and watching to a lot of people that, that talk about these things. And that's great. Um, I want to find more in our community of like bottom from the bottom up who are a little bit more closer to this. And if you're listening, you may relate more. Um, you may have been there, you may have known others that have been there, but, um, getting into really the episode now and going, diving deep into the waters here, um, we find ourselves wanting to see the other side more, but why, what are the advantages to seeing the other side when somebody is saying, you cannot stay in my house, you cannot, I cannot co-sign for you, I don't have the money that you can borrow, or... Um, 
I don't have these kinds of resources you might need. You might have to find other resources elsewhere. Ultimately, these being told no and rejections and all this kind of stuff, it's not necessarily any way. And this is where the how to understand somebody's side, how to understand the other side without sacrificing your values comes into play really, really well because you don't have to say, have the same values as they do. Um, so you really don't. Like you could sit here and understand that really it wouldn't have been realistic but you also know that you probably would not have turned away somebody that you've known for a long time. You probably would have helped them find the programs and you would have felt like a better person for that. And that's cool. Um, the reason why I say better is that somebody else might feel like the better person protecting themselves. And I did this last episode to really go deep on the other side of these problems for the other person's sake in your life so that you can have the advantage. Now, what advantage is this going to be? Well, it's the letting go of resentment, letting go of a lot of different things in your way that is even relationships that could be distracting or these changes with people that could distract you from continuing good relationships with people um, while knowing that you you need to realize that they wish you well regardless of the way they would approach these things. Um, letting go of the fact that somebody else, you stop drinking, your family is going to continue drinking. They might have to, they may have had a wake-up call, they may have... They might need another wake-up call, whatever it is, but they're going to continue. They're not finding any consequences bad enough with drinking. They're not finding a reason to stop, but you just, to quote Mel Robbins, keep that shit away from me. That really matters a lot. Because if somebody's comfortable coping in this way with stress by drinking or smoking and you're, you're no longer smoking, for instance, take it from somebody. If you have smoked for years and you no longer need to smoke, you've got to look at it from that lens. Um, as somebody who no longer drinks and who has only drank to cope, who has not drank for the fun of, uh, the occasion or the fun or whatever that you would get out of drinking, but who has done it as like a coping. I got to go have a, take a breather and have a, a beer or whatever it is. It's that same, if you can think of it and understand somebody else's side of this through that lens. And maybe you've known somebody who has never smoked in their life and all of a sudden you get to watch them smoke. That's a, that's very different as well. But it's the way that they cope and Having my hot coffee in the middle of the evening is the way that I cope and not everybody would think that's healthy because it's caffeine, but it's the way that I cope. And you might be somebody that says, keep that shit away from me. Um, it shouldn't matter. It's 
we all have our vices and our that kind of thing. Everybody has their vices. But there's going to be a, a, a much deeper, more gratifying understanding going beyond logic. Going beyond logic in this. Because when you see somebody else's total underside, other side, underneath, getting words mixed up here, underneath all of your baggage, and you see their side of it, you get rid of the bags of sand I've talked about previous episodes you find the shells you find the shards of glass you find the messages you find notes that people don't necessarily tell you directly they are not going to necessarily say directly by Doing this exercise in your head, writing it down, if you have to take and find a recording app like Anchor to record your thoughts, maybe you don't publish it, maybe you turn it into a podcast like I've been able to do here, and you go in and you record somebody else's side of the story, you may not even agree with it, and that's what this last episode was was doing, was seeing the other side completely. was seeing the other side holistically and being able to tell somebody out there if you are not knowing where you're going to live it is the most scariest anxiety inducing when you're trying to get away from not just an environment that people are making their choices you can have that environment where people are making their choices and you can make your home It is more than that. It has to do with not having the proper access to take care of your children, for example, your child, yourself, each other. Because sometimes you don't, when people make choices, it affects you. It's not that you're better and they're bad and all this, it's that They want to live their own life as a grown-up, as an adult, as somebody who has done what they needed to do to decide to move on, maybe retire, kind of a thing. Where you're saying, I can't live in the town I grew up in anymore because the town I grew up in has not it does not help give its disabled people access. People who are disabled who live out here are struggling to make it. They are struggling and even to the point where somebody is working a really good job as a teacher while the other person doesn't even have a job yet and they're having to somehow share a house. Or you see somebody else who is having to hire a driver just to drive her and her child around to get them to and from school, things like this. 
when that is just an enormous amount of money that your program could be subsidizing or that can be paid for in a way that supports your budget. And I mean, even Uber and Lyft, there are towns that have lost access due to COVID because Uber and Lyft were not making enough money. The drivers were not making enough money, things like this. Um, but even more than that, even when it comes to this kind of a thing, sometimes getting out of your town is the only way you can move on from the loss of a loved one. It's the only way you can move on f into growing up. Like you'll never be able to grow up living in your childhood town sometimes, even if you've tried to. And even if you've made steps towards doing so, it's not consistent because the responsibility is not put in the right place. So many different reasons we do what we do, that we have to leave, that we have to get access to a city. Um, and then within our disabled community, you find a lot of people don't stick together because everybody has to protect themselves. Everybody has to... Um, kind of allow their family to step in where their family will. And a lot of people in a disabled community don't have a lot of respect for themselves to take care of themselves. And I don't just mean daily life and skills and all that crap. I mean health-wise and all these kinds of things. They don't want the responsibility put on themselves. And that's one thing I want to put out there as part of our self-help um, community is that disabled people really need this self-help kind of work the most, this spirituality the most. Does it mean it's the end-all be-all? Well, that's what I'm trying to come in here and uh, go really meta on in the understanding of these daily struggles that we have um, and understand one side which is a very stage red low conscious side of the story but it's also very valid in the way that they feel protective over their life protective over their resources protective over their home the way that I would have done it personally in order to protect my resources while still helping my loved one there's definitely different ways you can consider if you're considering this or you're considering asking somebody this. And it's something that we could have maybe recognized a little sooner um, is possibly, and this is just, it would have to have been done very carefully. And again, sometimes you do have to go hit rock bottom and go to your program completely the way we had done. So Sometimes the program and doing your time is really, really the only way. But if you can carefully do it a different way and you really do know the people well enough and they really trust you and really care about your well-being and you care about their well-being and it's a community-based effort to protect the resources and things like this, you go to their house, especially with government housing, and you stay there for a week and every weekend 
you get a hotel to get a break from them and to start over the guest residence visiting, the guest visiting rules, which is like a week or two at a time before they kind of want guests, the government housing wants guests out. And you kind of do that in that way. And you make sure that the people that really do know you are not people that are going to, we had a bad day, so I'm done. Or I don't want to deal with this part of your life. It's too hard. Or, you know, I'm just here for the fun part of our friendship. I'm not here for real life, that kind of thing. And so, but by doing this, when you're recording as if you're the other person telling their side of the story, you're going to test your own validity validity of your feelings and you're going to decide knowing and understanding and feeling the empathy that is coming from somebody else right now. I've done this with my own family in my head. Like, why are they feeling this way? Or even friends or relationships. This is the way they are exactly that I could picture that they're thinking. It doesn't mean you get everything perfect, but... It's a healing process. It's a, you could say forgiveness, although people are going to be sitting in this episode going, well, I didn't do anything wrong. Absolutely. You protected your house. You protected your family. You protected your life. But to the other person who has had to go through the exercise and who has had to go through the healing process, there has been um, a change in the relationship a change in the value system, a change in knowing who to turn to and who to, you know, is going to be there in a very different way or um, who to take seriously and who not to kind of thing. Or maybe you've changed the structure of the relationship by, by doing this. And so um, from the other person, they're sitting there kind of understanding your side of the story better by genuinely wanting to understand where you've come from and then making their own decision on is this worth really holding on to or can I just let it go? Kind of like the way the benefits of forgiveness is is the same thing as like letting go of resentment for maybe things that people have done you wrong on or for the unwillingness and this is extremely powerful because you can still have harmony with the people you love and not even worry about the values and keep your own individual values with them by just letting go of that same resentment that you've maybe held on to and I have seen um, some of our self-help kind of merge just by being out here in the podcast community and merging with other kind of spiritual meditation guides out here for years. Um, even when Anchor was a baby and things like this and really enjoying the relationship that has come from that, that it's not a pressure, you know, there's not pressured relationships in we have to keep in touch every day or we have to keep in touch every week even. It's even if it's every couple months we talk or 
we're jamming out, talking on Facebook and different groups and things like this, Twitter and whatnot. But yet we know we could go to each other if we needed something. But sometimes these relationships, having that creative flow is going to balance what is this actual relationship for. It is for creativity. And so you establish that early on in your relationships and friendships that it is specifically for creativity. And it's easier to do this with newer people in your life, not people you grew up with. People you grew up with, there's always going to be, there has always been high expectations. And now you can, by seeing the other side of the other person, you can let those go. By seeing the other side of your grandmother, you can let go of those expectations. She's not going to stop judging you because you have to feel empathy for the scared fear that she has about the world and about motherhood today or fatherhood today or parenting today versus when she grew up. And so you have to go through her side of things. That's, it's a very analytical art of practicing empathy. It's not just feeling what somebody else is feeling. That's kind of a simplified way of doing it. That's kind of what they call an empath. But practicing empathy is actually the exercise consists of replaying their story on the other side. You came to me asking me for this. How could you think that I have this? How could you come to me with this? And you might know that you would have done that for them if they would have needed it, if they didn't have any other option, but it frees you up so that when you do get progress, you can be selfish. You can look out for yourself and you don't always have to be their go-to anymore. And yet you can also understand that you can accept people for who they are in reality, not in what you want anybody to be, not in that you, what you don't want people to do. Um, and it's going to be much easier when you're living your own life. It's so much easier to see other people's side of the story because you're not really, it's not affecting you. You're not tied to it anymore. And that's kind of really, it's really self benefits here. We're not doing this for the green, the good green of everything. We're not doing this just for the good of all people. We're not doing this to be selfless at all. This is a very selfish act, very selfish exercise. Because you'll, at the end, take a deep breath and you'll realize, you'll realize, you know what? I still have the same values that I had in the beginning. I'm still true to my own values. I'm still true to what I would do. I'm still true to the golden rule that I believe in. I still have a purpose for my friendships, my relationships, my family. I still would take those in my life seriously. It's in my nature and it's not something I have to remove for anybody. But it also means that you get a fresh start in life and that when your life progresses and when you are moving on in the world, 
you don't have to look back at the other person behind you. You don't have to look back at the other people behind you that didn't walk your path because they're behind. They're not walking. And uh, my husband and I were having this conversation today about surrounding ourselves with people who actually want to take care of themselves, be better in life, people with self-respect. That is so important and so underestimated. And you have to see the other side of somebody else's story to realize they are in a completely different paradigm. And they're not going to have the same awareness in this area of life no matter how aware they may be of other areas of life. And respecting that they are wearing a mask, they are wearing sleep shades, blindfolds. Respecting that, just respecting it. They're glued to their heads. They're not coming off. You're not going to pull them off somebody else's head to make them see anything. They're comfortable with them on. It's kind of their decision to wear them in the first place. They've glued them on themselves and they're not pulling them off. And it's not up to us to pull them off. It's not up to us to, to, uh, try to get the glue between the person and the mask, between the person and the blindfolds. It's totally just that person's awareness and they'll just be comfortable and fall asleep in this awareness and um, you can have them in certain parts of your life if uh, they're people that you do love and that you can have harmony with and you can just respect that they're going to be blind spotted in certain areas or you can just not worry anymore about it. And with something like homelessness, you're going to lose a lot of friends every day that used to be there that are not there. Or you're going to lose a lot of uh, your time that you used to have for these people that you don't have anymore. Because your changes are so profound that you're not going to be attached. And the... The breathing room that you'll have to walk forward without having to constantly look back to see if the person is catching up. Are they following you? Where are they at? Are they going to get lost? Fuck that. Fuck it. No, just keep walking. Keep going. Don't worry about it because you're going to walk better on your own without looking back to see if they're behind or not. And um, I'm excited where we get to push this because one of the biggest insecurities I've gotten past in studying brand and other people is the realization that the reason I couldn't really get something off the ground, and if you want to call it brand, if you want to call it just the show or just who I am really, the reason why I couldn't get who I am out here fully like this and why I couldn't even think about other outlets like video Oh God, this is so vulnerable to say. I couldn't even think about video continuously. Like I could do it on a good day, but I couldn't do it consistently or continuously before because it wasn't because of video being a bad medium or being a bad way to connect with people. 
or that I wasn't any good at it or any of that. It's because life, getting shit together and life, when you're scared to do certain things, it's because your life is not going in your control anymore. It's not going in a direction. And so setting up your life, there's lots of people who have had to set up their homes, their environments, their life to make it work for themselves. And that's why I love this podcast and I love audio only outlets because you can truly take them. It's not that there's a disadvantage in video. With video though, you really have to be okay and comfortable with not the perfect setup. The advantage of audio is you can have zero setup, zero anything zero roof over your head and you know you can just talk to a microphone you can just you know you could be i've been in the cafeteria a couple times i've been in the bathroom a couple times i've been walking around a little bit uh from kind of a kind of the kitchen area and just and you can definitely do that on video um, but another thing about audio is that it's discreet, but to integrate audio with video and video with audio is something I'm going to work on for the podcast and for the show and make this show a multi-channel show. Um, and I'm going to do this when I get settled. I'm going to give myself lots of time and balance for the family once we're moving and it's going to be something I'm looking forward to deeply. And I'm going to, I've already started to reach out to people and talk to people in DMs and groups on other podcasts. Um, because that self-respect is there of I'm getting my life together enough that I can actually make this a purpose, continue this as a purpose, not just a hobby. Um, my father, the reason why life is art, and I've told this story before, but I want to tell it in a different way. If you play the trailer, if when we're done with this episode, you can play the trailer on this podcast, and I ask you, what will you put on your canvas? You can look at the bio, and I, I write a really deep bio. I had to rewrite the bio a couple times, but I write a really deep bio um, with the various ways you can contact the show, by the way, but... You know, it's like if the canvas were messy, would you really stop painting or would you keep going? My my father had hobbies for years that he used as a form of like escapism or just pure enjoyment, peace and quiet away from everybody. And I totally got so close to him over these things and understanding him playing his guitar was like his time. Him playing in a band with other guys in a cover band was his time performing live or just playing um, at the house together, at their houses, or um, sitting with a big, heavy songbook, guitar book. It's like totally his time, and he had that hobby for years, and he didn't do anything but enjoy it. It's not like he needed to turn it into money or anything. It was his pure escapism, his pure enjoyment. Well, after he retired from his work which was just totally the opposite of what he believed and everything um but he did it to provide for the family he 
went traveling to other countries and migrated away into traveling to other countries and was able to tap into the real hobby that he had that he always wanted, which was painting. And that's why life is art. I kind of thought about it and I'm like, well, you've really turned your life into art. Like you've done this so you can go paint quietly and be happy. And then give the paintings to those you really care about around you. Share them with uh, me and my daughter and my husband who really has enjoyed looking at them and my daughter has enjoyed looking at them, but he surrounded his whole, it, it wasn't about this, you better make a million dollars with your hobby or it's nothing. It's not like that. It's just that he surrounded his whole purpose, his whole life purpose and passion. You want to call it a life purpose. His whole life purpose around what he loved and around, I want canvases in my home to be the center of my home. I want my home to be about me, to be about what I'm passionate about this kind of thing because he lived like everybody lives where you keep your hobby in your closet you do it in the privacy of your home or your corner of your home your little corner your little room somewhere the weekends and you keep it away from work and you just that's it and you might share it with some friends but that's it and he wanted to make this a purposeful it was it's so inspirational like I can't even get over it sometimes because he's a completely different person we're so much closer and he's so much like happier, honestly, as a person. Not that he wasn't happy, but he had his happy times. You know, he loves being a dad and all that, but just so much of a different person, happier person. Makes me very emotional, but I have to talk about it because I'm proud that he was able to turn something that he had always had as a hobby. He painted. I never even knew he was a painter until like a few years ago. And then he just really didn't want to hide it anymore he just was painting and he would paint off and on and he's like okay this is kind of cool I just I don't really have a lot of the time to put into this and then he just kept doing it and his songwriting and his guitar playing is still something he loves but he was able to actually center his life around his painting and I feel like I can center my passion around this podcast in that same way now that I'm living a life of purpose. It's not so much that if you have a keyboard, how dare that you're playing in your house enjoying yourself. That's wonderful if you have that. But like the point is, you know, or if you have like a thing for Harry Potter, like I know some of you out there that we would go sit at your house and just talk Harry Potter all day. That's great. But even just start by sharing that with people or setting up your life so that you can have your passion. It's not about like you better make a million dollars by doing this. Like who cares? I think the million dollar thing is really becoming, it's so popular that it's becoming unpopular. It's so popular that it's becoming laughable. Like it's stupid. Um, to think that everybody wants a million dollars or wants to put in the work or even needs a million dollars. There's some people that have really started from the bottom and they deserve it and they've earned it and it's what they love and everything. That's cool. And I enjoy watching somewhat, but I also have balance to know that's not everybody's reality every day. 
And that's why I'm doing this podcast is why I'm so passionate because I know that we need a little bit more balance in this. And the people I interact with are a little more, um, on a balanced kind of level with it where they have their lives and things like this. And I want, I think there should be a balance of both. Allow your life purpose to really be in your life, no matter if you have children or not. You know, it doesn't take away or add to or anything. And in my case, it, it does add to because I love my child. But if you've never had a child before, a lot of my listeners are not parents, by the way. Um, some of them are, and that's really cool. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. Your child adds so much meaning and purpose to your life. But even if you've never had children before, you're sitting there going, well, if I had children, it would totally take away from my hobby, my passion. How about just fess up to the fact that you don't want to have a child, you don't want to worry about a child. And some of you have been able to own up to that, but just fess up. It has nothing to do. We can't keep sitting here telling people, don't have children, don't do anything because it's going to take away from your passion. I think that's just bull. It's just bullshit. It's just BS. Um, if you just don't want children because you don't want to worry about you, you want to take care of yourself and you don't want to worry about it. Be cool with it. Be happy about it. It's kind of like, I don't want the responsibility of, of, of earning a college degree, but I'm not going to tell, I'm not going to do a podcast and base it off of like, society says you should get a college degree. And I have a better idea that not to get a college degree. And I'm not going to like make it my mission to discourage and tell you not to get a college degree just because I don't want the responsibility of taking care of a college education. I want to kind of do things my own way. Um, things like that work for myself, things like that and kind of learn how to do these things on my own a little more. And really make this more, like I said, keep making this more purposeful. Keep making this more purposeful as we live our lives. You know, imagine if you had your own environment without anybody. I mean, because ultimately we don't want to like live off of each other. And like, you know, if it's a community-based beautiful thing, that's great. But I know a lot of us don't. We need our space. We need our own place. We need our own environment. And imagine how great it would be if you had your own environment centered around your hobby. You don't have to be responsible for finance or money or any of that. Now, if you could learn, that's a whole other topic that we'll get into as I learn working for myself. I want to teach whoever's interested um, what I do or what I've learned because I've worked for myself a little bit. I would say even the office work that I did for somebody else was more on an independent contract basis. It wasn't really by the books. And I made a couple hundred bucks from that. I made a couple hundred bucks from working with family selling strawberries. So I worked by myself a little bit to understand the huge benefits and um, the flexibility and things like this. Um, but I'm not like purebred entrepreneur. So it's, you know, it's more of an artistic thing and it's something I want to learn a little more about. And so, but by doing this and by understanding the environment and understanding I'm definitely much more creative than I am financial, knowing that I'm 
not going to make a million bucks because I'm more creative than I am financial. <laughs> I don't care about the money really. Um, but also knowing to set up life as a purposeful thing is, is going to be what keeps this going. So imagine if you had your own environment and you had, and I've seen people live their passion like this, where you could have a keyboard, you know, your piano keyboard, you've got your speaker set up, maybe you have a Bluetooth speaker or a couple of them. You've got a microphone. You imagine having a way for yourself where you could go get your own microphone if you need it. Now with Anchor and all this stuff, I love that you don't have to have that and you can grab the device and go. But if you're a serious speaker about your podcast and you want your serious environment and you really believe in what you're doing or even a YouTube channel or like anything you're creating, maybe a, maybe a big canvas with an easel. I don't know all the terms. You're sitting there with a big canvas and you're You've got paintbrushes everywhere. It's your home. It's your environment. Nobody's telling you to clean it up. Nobody's telling you put your microphone away, fold your keyboard up, take your keyboard and put it up so that no one else steps on it. Or, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Why would you not want to live for your passion regardless? And showing my child, she has been curious enough about this podcast. Now there's some adult words and things in here so I'm not like sitting down with her word for word and showing her the episodes but she listens to me sometimes and I'm mindful enough when she does and she'll ask me about it and she's uh learning in her own way what she loves to do and things like this and I do it on a very balanced low-key level um you know and that's just that it's, it's not taking away at all. In fact, if you, you know, having offspring is adding to your purpose in that way. There are tons of other ways to add to your purpose though that don't require having children if that's not something you want to do. Just by having your own environment, just by having, surrounding yourself with people that are serious in the things you want to be interested in, just by having, um, Even somebody who has the potential to go be a monk, you can definitely, it would be hard to do, but you can definitely go figure it out. Go find a place in the mountains, go find a cave somewhere where you'd never be bothered. And you'd have to have access to get to a store. You'd have to like figure it out with other people or figure it out for yourself. Um, when we had just kind of quit our job and we were fishing and kind of escaping up in the mountains, I was really considering how fun it would be. It wasn't something we really wanted to do ultimately, but how fun it would be and how we could make it work by living in the mountains. And there was like a store right there and you know, a little fishing lake and things like this. And I was like, one day, if we ever wanted to do this, it would be possible. And you live your life around your purpose. You know, if we ever want to take our daughter and do this one day, it's possible. Maybe not now, maybe not anytime soon. In the next few years, maybe not, but realistically. 
you could definitely have the power to go be a nun, go be a monk. That's what I mean by living your purpose. Has nothing to do with having to make a business out of it or anything. I mean living your actual life where you're able to meditate in a cave, in the silence, because you've chosen to set up an environment, not a luxury, but in an environment that you've set up yourself for yourself, for self. Know thyself. That's what this is. That's what this has to do with. Just imagine how cool that would be. It's not about you better go make some money, get off your ass, go do something. It has nothing to do with that. It's wouldn't it be cool? It's just having an imagination for a fucking second and stop thinking about the past. It's more fun to have an imagination, honestly. Sometimes you have to analyze the past to learn what I, what you've done wrong or what you could do better, but to actually go off and be able to imagine something, maybe you don't know what you're going to have to deal with once you start this. Like we didn't know we were going to have to deal with the homeless shelter, a family transitional housing shelter. We also didn't know it was going to be safe as it is. We also didn't know we were going to meet the people that we were going to meet. We also didn't know that they had these programs that we could get access to by being here. We just knew we wanted to set up our own environment that reflects our life purpose. We just know that we need access to what would work better for us. And I want that for you as a listener, as my listener as a listener of my show, as a listener of this show. I really desire that for you. If that's going to India, if that's going to paint somewhere in another country, if that's going to the beach and sitting there and understanding how you can actually meditate in the silence on the beach for a while and knowing that that is your setup to go take a ride every morning to the beach or to go step outside your house and meditate every morning at the sunrise, but some way of setting up your environment and living your life. You want to talk about holism, living your life holistically where no one is dictating you. Yes, we have to work in an interdependent society. Yes, we all have authorities and rules and to quote Peppa Pig, even grown-ups have to be told what to do. You know, we have landlords, we have mortgages, we have this and that to a point. But nobody is ever stopping you from going out and living your life purpose, from setting up your own environment that you would love to get up to every day, anytime. all the obstacles, all the craziness, all the losses that come with these changes. It's worth it to take it onto this podcast here with you and say, life is our reality is the purpose. You can turn your life into a project 
Imagine that you're turning yourself into a project to take care of, to be there for, to manage. And I'm deciding what methods for the calendar to use, what this and that, and it's fun. It's fun. And it's something that is, um, is necessary, but I'm, I've been having fun doing that with different routines and whatever works. And it's fun. And I take it all here to the podcast. Sometimes I WhatsApp journal. Sometimes I don't need to WhatsApp journal, but I take it all here to the podcast with you. And I share with you how, how much you would gain from really creating your life around your purpose, no matter what happens. No matter if you don't need anybody, no matter if you get somebody pregnant, no matter if you get pregnant, no matter if you go off into a completely different new place you venture off into that you never thought you'd be in, no matter if you have a pet to take care of or not, no matter you take your child with you and you teach your child and your child learns a ton of things in life that your child would have never learned had you not taken the adventure, that you would have never learned if you hadn't have taken the adventure, but really, it's so much more fun in life and so much more creative to just imagine things for a while. The obstacles will come, you'll have to deal with them, but so what at the end of the day? Like, what's the problem? You face them, you deal with it. If you really believe in your purpose and you really know that your purpose is something that you have not stopped and that it's something that you've taken seriously, you'll hurt, you'll react to these obstacles. Oh yeah, we all do. Like these are hard times. These are struggling times. These are times that we've had to deal with, but we're almost out. And at the end of the day, if this is what it really took for us to get our purpose together, for us, that's what it took. And for you, it's going to be something else, but you're not going to care. You're going to, you're going to, these obstacles are going to make you fight harder. And you're going to have to, it's like challenging yourself. Do you really, is this really specific? Are you really being specific? Is this really your life purpose? Is this really your passion? Are you really, how passionate, how far are you willing to take your passion? Is this really your passion? With music at that time and the way that music was being done at that time, I was not, I didn't see it as my full on passion taking over. I couldn't integrate it into my actual life enough. And people always told me that the internet was going to change music to where it could possibly be more appealing. And I believed him. And I seen that for myself. But then I started to see other talents and other hidden things that I didn't think I could do consistently on the internet, like speaking to you, like reaching out to people, like um, getting different skills and things like this. And so sometimes your passion is going to change. You're going to burn out and get a new passion. But it's what have you done the most that you've stuck with because nobody told you to do it. You weren't pressured. 
society didn't even pressure you to do it. Society, it was kind of a collective pressure with music and I enjoyed the skills I learned from recording music more so than I did necessarily performing and dressing up for the part for the part. But that's just kind of uh the way it goes. Don't allow your passion to enslave you into this robotic, I'm going to do this hobby as a form of escapism to get away from everything else. And just let that be only escapism. It's great. That's a great way to find what your passion is, is through escapism, right? Imagination is the best form of escapism even, and creativity is. But even to take that further and say, let me be specific, let me specify, be specific, purpify. Into what this actually is and what this means. So really weird insights on this episode, but really just wanted to stretch the imagination in this one with you and I do appreciate you being here with me rewind back if you want to contact me I put it up here at the top of this episode you can uh, just replay it at the top or you can always look in the bio of the podcast you can see kind of the writing that went along in the bio with the different links to contact the show here and um, I've definitely been enjoying being here with you in this episode. It was one of those spaces for coffee that I really needed to have with you. And I appreciate you being here. So take care of your life. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And let's stay tuned in. Let's stay connected.